Can you hear the squeaky in the background? That is Walter with his new toy from his bark box. Let me tell you how excited our pets get when the bark box arrives. Here he comes with the squeaky. All of their toys are made in the USA and all of the treats are tested on their own pets. So you know they're the best. And right now our listeners can get a free box by going to barkbox.com forward slash happy. We're sure you'll be happy too. Hi, I'm Michaela, a psychotherapist. Hi, I'm Savannah, not a psychotherapist. Welcome to our podcast, Be You, Find Happy. Real life conversations about life and the pursuit of happiness. Ladies, you are going to love this episode. I know a lot of you follow at Dress Up Buttercup on Instagram like I do, but I also follow her husband, Rad Ted, who shares such incredible hashtag IG husband stories from behind the scenes of his fashionista slash fashion bloggers wife's Instagram. And if you don't follow Didi, she is just so cute and so adorable. And their couplehood coupling is just so fun to watch unfold on Instagram. And it's really interesting. I know a lot of us struggle with what we post on social media and what our spouses think of that. And he really shares some guy insight to that. But he's also hilarious. He posts these stories all over the globe of guys who are trying to get that perfect photo for their wife's Instagram. And it is so funny. So I hope you like this first guy that we've had on the BU Find Happy podcast and find him as hilarious and hysterical as I do. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, yes, can you hear me? I sure can. Oh, that's awesome, cool. Well, um, (laughs) it's neat to connect on the phone. Yeah, absolutely, I'm glad it worked. You are our first guy, like our first legit dude. Yeah, I realized that. I was looking through uh, all, all your podcasts and I was like, uh, does she know that I'll be the first guy on? Is this okay? <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I'm excited to be here. I just, after, you know, following your Instagram and stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, he is so funny. This would be such a <laughs> breath of fresh air. Yeah, you're hysterical. Well, I'll, I'll try to do my best to, to follow through on that, but it's a lot of pressure to start. We'll see what I can do. Yeah, don't let my listeners down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I'll do my best. We'll see. But expect nothing. That's actually easier. Hey, that's the way to go in life, right? Just expect nothing. (laughs) Yep. That's my motto. (laughs) That's great. Great life motto. So, um, so I wanted to start off by, you know, could you just give like a one minute kind of pitch on the elevator pitch on who you are? Yeah, I think in in context of of this, um, I think a lot of people will know me as uh, at Dress Up Buttercup's husband. Um, that's, that's, uh, my, my wife is a fashion blogger and an influencer. And a lot of my life the past few years has been kind of revolved around helping her out in those space and, and just, uh, uh, working with her in different aspects of that. Uh, I worked, uh, at Hewlett Packard as an IT manager for years, um, kind of working on different things in the business side of thing, the corporate world. Uh, and that's kind of how, um, I was able to help a lot of the business aspect of things that kind of rolls into there. But most of the time, I'm just the man that hopefully doesn't get shown very often on her Instagram. I try <laughs> to stay behind the scenes as much as possible and just help out wherever I can. Wow. So so at Hewlett Packard, were, were you in the marketing realm or, or something like that? 
No, actually, I was You're in IT. IT. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was not in the marketing realm. I mean, I had a business degree. I had an MBA, so I had my an idea of the marketing realm. Um, I actually worked on a lot of like contract negotiations with mergers and acquisitions within IT. So um, a lot of the business aspect of, of kind of the IT department. Okay. So, but so you help like with websites and stuff. You're, you're like the back end guy. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, my, my parents always thought I could fix a printer. I have no idea how to fix one of those still, but <laughs> I do. I, I did. I did what I what I could where I could. So yeah, definitely in that that division though. I'm I'm actually really good at fixing printers. I just throw them out the window. That's I think fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had we had a brother for the longest time, and we called him brother bitch. He was just constantly <laughs> like, such a moody printer all the time. Yeah. So yeah. um, okay. So I have to ask you because you said this, and so my husband hates social media he hates pictures of him he hates taking yeah. pictures of me the whole thing and so you said you know that you try to stay out of her out of her pictures but you are so incredibly supportive all the time so so how do you yeah. kind of balance um you know having your life always on the internet uh it's it's a lot more than what i what i first expected right so i think when when all this started for her uh, she started off in the um, event management space. She was a uh, wedding planner. She helped out in a venue. She always had a creative outlet. And then when she got her degree, I, and again, she'll blame me for this every time, I convinced her the corporate world was the way to go. Uh, she went into the oil and gas industry. And, you know, if you know guys and events, it's just bring some beer, leave the flowers out of it. <laughs> let's just have a good time. Right. right. So nothing like she was, she was miserable. Right. Um, and she'll, she'll say lucky for her, there was an oil and gas crisis, which caused uh, people to get let go. So, I mean, it was more like a, they asked her, they said, look, we're going to have to either move you somewhere else, or we don't have a spot for you. She's like, I like the latter. I will <laughs> gladly leave. And I was like, honey, think about it. Come on. But uh, she, she couldn't do it. Um, so I think my, my, I, there was a few things at that moment. I felt a little bit responsible that I threw her in this corporate world after she had such a good thing with kind of, you know, event weddings, planning. Yeah. And, yeah. Cause that was a creative outlet for her. Sure. And, and, and I think the hard part for me with her and event planning is I was working Monday through Friday and then she was working Saturday, Sunday. So it felt like we wouldn't see each other very often. Right. Right. Um, so I was trying to get on the same schedule with her. Uh, so then she, you know, she, she, she showed me what a fashion blog was. Um, and she will tell you, I laughed when I first saw it. <laughs> I thought like, get out of here. This can't be a thing. Like what, what's going on. And I was, um, all I was trying to do was help with her creative outlet. Right. Uh, there was plenty of times, I mean, it, don't make it sound like I was there, you know, cheering her on every two seconds. There were times where I was miserable. It was, it's hot in Houston. That's where I live. Mm -hmm. um, there are times she asked me to take photos outside in the middle of summer heat. And I was like, honey, you have 35 seconds before <laughs> I, I'm out. Um, so it was just, you know, she learned what would, I mean, you know, she learned what times of the day I was willing to do it and for how long and, and you know, what that would take. So she, she definitely worked with me a lot to get me on board. It wasn't like I was just jumping in with both feet. Um, but I did want to support as much as I can wherever I could. And then, and then something just happened, right? Like it, like, like people were interested in what she was sharing. I mean, right. obviously I knew that she was good at fashion, but it just started to, to just develop into this, into this thing where she has an, an audience and a following and, and, you know, and she, I mean, I, I knew she was good. I just didn't think that it would actually get to this point. Um, you were kind of like, that's her, cute. We'll, we'll support exactly. your little hobby and, 
and it makes right. you happy. So I'm, I'm along for the ride, but you didn't think yeah. it would blossom into what it is now. I didn't on the back end. I was like fixing up her resume, sending it out. Like, <laughs> I was, I was fully prepared to just say like, honey, we tried it. You know, you gave it a shot. Like if, if we need to find you something that you can, that you'd be, you know, something you can work on um, it, with, with the degree that you have. Uh, so, um, you know, it, it just ended up being this way. And I think as we got along, uh, we learned along the way, at least I learned what she responds well to. She learned what I respond well to. And then we've kind of just worked on that. Um, and she's made it easy for me, so to speak, right? Like it hasn't been really that difficult. So, I mean, she's she's brought me along easily. And then at the same time, it's just kind of, um, it's been a good working relationship. So. so I remember seeing pictures from forever ago on her on her page and on your page you guys have been married or at least together for quite a while how long has it been we have um it's going to be seven years in august oh wow yeah so by celebrity standards you're you're old 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 fogies yeah Yeah, exactly yeah yeah no but it's been it's been great i mean we've we've dated for longer than that i mean obviously and we've just kind of known each other forever her family knows my family from before we even started dating uh, it's just been, I mean, we've been best friends for a long time. They kind of flourished into a relationship and then, um, you know, been married seven years and it's been great. So, so you guys had this super solid foundation before she even, she even got where she is. I, I think then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, she had this thing and I kind of just jumped on board with her with an established following, so to speak. It was a, um, uh, yeah, we've been, way before it, I think three and a half years or four years into our marriage is when she started. Yeah. Cause so. I started following, uh, champagne and Chanel and then dress up buttercup. Yep. And this was back when they, I think they both probably had, you know, six or 7,000. I think they hadn't even hit 10 yet. And then in the last, I'd say two years, three years, it's just blown oh. up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's been interesting to see both of them grow. I mean, Emily, uh, champagne and Chanel, um, you know, she's had incredible growth as well. So, and their friendship has just been, uh, it's as, it's as organic and raw as it can be. I mean, they, sometimes I get a little jealous, right? I mean, they are, they are, they are best. They chat all the time. They're shooting the breeze. They're always hanging out. And I'm like, you know, it's good that you have a friend, but don't forget my husband. And I think Savannah, so I do this podcast with another gal and we're often like, you know, it's, it's interesting to see how our husbands handle the podcasting piece, especially when we're, they're like, Oh, they're in the room recording a podcast or, Oh, they're doing a promo video or what, you know, there, there's that sensitivity, but then they're usually just in the kitchen, hanging out or whatever, joking, making fun of us. Typically (laughs) they're like any conversation that, that we find interesting with them. They're like, it's not going on the podcast. (laughs) It's not happening. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, no, yeah, with, with them, I mean, it's just, I think it's good for, for Didi to have somebody who's going through the same exact thing as she is as far as, you know, this business. And it's a very, very off business. I mean, I, I want, I say off is unusual, yeah. right? I and mean, it's not your typical nine to five. It's very different. It's much more involved than, of course, is shown in, in front, or at least on, on Instagram. But um, I think she, she definitely values So how it. has your travel schedule changed? Cause you go, you go along on a lot of these adventures, right? You, you typically travel with her. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every now and then I actually try not to travel with them as much as possible because it ends up being a lot more work. <laughs> um, so wherever, wherever I can, I mean, if, if the, while I was working at HP, I was already traveling a lot because my, you know, my, my job demanded it. 
Um, so a lot of the times she used to go with me on these work trips and, uh, you know, we used to stay at whatever hotel we we're at and she used to take pictures in the afternoon and so forth. Um, but now as this has kind of kicked off, she has been just starting to travel more. And as she was traveling more and I was working my long hours at HP, um, we just wanted to spend some time together. So every time she would have a trip, I would just try to see if I can take some time off or work from home or whatever the case would be, work remote and try to join her on these adventures. But yeah, every now and then I, I, I do what I can to, to join on those adventures. So one of the things that I noticed is you seem to have like carved out your own identity in all of this. You know, you're, you're such a huge support to, to her and it is a lot of the focus is on her, but you kind of have this niche with the, yeah. with the IG husbands and, and all of that. So, so is that what you've kind of done to make it more fun and creative for you? I didn't. I didn't intentionally do anything. That's what's so like interesting about this. Um, so, I mean, I, I just was helping my wife out in this, this industry. Uh, and then along the way, I mean, back when we didn't even have any faults whatsoever, the post that you see that I typically post on stories is the same post that I've always done. Right. Right. Like it's always, Didi has always done something that I'm like this, everyone will love this, <laughs> right? Like they need to know what I'm seeing right here. Um, and I would just, I would just naturally post something of that nature, you know? And I think as the Instagram husband duties have developed, um, I've always tried to share my, my misery a little bit in some aspects, but also some of the, you know, the benefits sure. of it as well. I, I love, um, but it's been, I was just yeah, going to say, I love, I love your stories. They're, they're just absolutely hilarious, especially seeing like the curated picture on Didi's page and then seeing your, like, the pain is real. Like this is take 47 or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. She is so particular when it comes to, and I think all, I mean, a lot lot of them are, um, I don't think any of the guys I've taken photos have it easy, but it's just, yeah, she's very particular. And sometimes we'll be out there for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. And sometimes it'll just be 30 seconds. I just, we just don't know you know, what type of day it is. So, um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot more that goes into it. And so you're, you're kind of always sharing this humorous behind the scenes. Is, is that just who you are by nature? You're, you're, you just tend to kind of look for the humorous stuff in life. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's always been the case. Uh, I've always, I think my, my parents will tell you that I never tend to take things too seriously. Um, I, I try not to take things too seriously. And then when they are serious, I'll take that when it comes. Right. Uh, but for the, for as much as I can, I, I try to see the humor behind things. I try to have fun. Um, I, you know, and Didi is very, very, very patient with my humor, uh, especially when she's trying to get a photo done and I'm, I'm here trying to joking around, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's typically how I like to see things. Uh, not everything's so serious in life and when they are, we'll treat it as such, but, you know, just taking everything, um, what they really are and not, not kind of make it over dramatic in any way. So you guys are generally always like laughing and having fun. And I mean, of course, you know, a lot of that is probably just what you're showing on Instagram, but how do you kind of like squash the bad stuff? How do you guys like reset from, from fights and, or disagreements and things like that? Yeah, I think, I think what has helped us a lot is we have an incredible, uh, we we have a really bad memory is what I like to say. We have, we, we, we have arguments, we have disagreements. Sometimes some will last longer than others, but I think through our, you know, working on it and our time of marriage together over the past seven years, and by no way are we pros. Uh, it's just, I don't think you can be, um, but we've, we've learned to forgive quickly 
uh, and then we've learned to apologize quickly and have learned to adjust to, to, to understand why that may have upset um, either me or her in that situation. Uh, so I think being able to forgive quickly and adjust and move on uh, is always is always very, very helpful. And then not not keeping a record of wrongs, so to speak. I think what happens typically when we first got married, at least the first year, uh, was just we. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Got disconnected there for a second. Well, I was going to say, I think for the first year or the first two years, I think we, I found myself kind of keeping this long list of things that bothered me about sure. Dee, but just like not, ex not telling her at all. And then sure. at the end of the year, she'd made me a peanut butter and jelly with more jelly than peanut butter. And that was it. Right. That was like the, the final, <laughs> yeah. you know, in the coffin. So that's I, it. We're getting divorced. You do exactly. this all the time. And I hate yeah. this. Yeah. You don't know how to cook, you know, exactly. I just kind of messing everything up. So I think we've learned and adjusted and, uh, and, you know, we've gone through our, you know, marriage counseling to start for the first year. Cause we, we knew we had these issues, but, um, and again, there weren't grand issues, but we knew that if we want our marriage to stay in, in a relationship to where we feel like we're best friends all the time, how do we make that work for the long term and what do we need to do to make it work? And it's it's worked great. I think there's every day I wake up and I'm just happy I'm married to my best friend, so to speak. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a natural relationship that we worked on and it's uh, and it's doing well. She may have different thoughts when she wakes up, but that's the thought that I, I typically have. <laughs> we'll just not ask her. <laughs> yeah. I actually would prefer if you don't ask her because I don't really want to know, but it looks good so far. <laughs> My husband and I had the first proper fight in a long time. It was great. We were walking yeah. the driveway and we got to bickering about something. And then he's like, I'm not walking with you anymore. And then he turns <laughs> around and then I'm like, Quit squashing my passion. <laughs> the whole thing, you know. Those are the great. best ones. Yeah, like yeah. I really felt like we needed one of those. And I kept storming off down the driveway and, you know, well, then we'll just divorce then, you know, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> then I'm walking back up and here he's coming down with the dogs. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody needs their own little romantic uh, moment where you guys argue and then the man always comes into play and calms everything down. <laughs> yeah. And I think every yeah. once in a while is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like they're important every once in a while. Totally. Yeah. Especially when you can both, I think for, for us, it's always just admitting our part in, right. in whatever, you know, and you don't Absolutely. have to own the whole thing, but at least, at least some part that you were responsible for or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the biggest, the biggest key is understanding that. Like I, I always, when, when we first got married, I used to tell Dee, Dee like, even if I'm, I'm stubborn by nature. Even if I know Are that I might be wrong, uh, I'm I'm not. I'm actually a Gemini. Oh, okay, okay. That, but just just I mean, I when we first got married, every, everything I even if I knew that I was wrong, I would speak as if I was right. I, I would just I'm like, you know, I don't care if I'm wrong. I'm gonna win this argument somehow. And as we go on, uh, along in marriage, it's definitely good to just, even if I'm right, let me just call it quits, you know, like, just move on sorry. ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I always use the example, like my, my, the wallpaper in my room is, is it looks like a jungle theme with pink flowers in the background. Like that's, that's all right. Like go ahead and you take the room. No problem. Let's not argue about this. Let's just move forward. So, I mean, I'll, I'll pick my battles later. That's hysterical. Well, in a recent picture, um, and I and I couldn't help but wonder if if she made you wear it, but for the announcement because you guys yeah. are pregnant for the for the gender reveal, did you did you agree to wear that outfit or did you pick it on your own? I will I will say this: if I were to choose an outfit on my own, it would be jeans or shorts and a black V neck. That <laughs> that's like my uniform. So it anything else you see, 
is because Didi said you need to find something else to wear for this. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, now, granted, I mean, she wanted us to be, you know, team, you know, of course, team blue or team pink or whatever it was for the sure. gender reveal. Um, so she found me the brightest pink shirt possible and <laughs> said, this is what you're going to go with. And I'm like, all right, whatever makes you happy, honey, I'll just do it and move on. So, so you, you had to pick a team or you were leaning towards a team? Cause I think you were kind of leaning towards a team, right? I was leaning towards a team, but I, I hate saying it because I would have just taken, I would take, you know, I'm glad that we're, that we're having a child, right? I'm not right. like a, but now that we've, now that we're allowed to choose, so to speak, if we're past that first phase and now we're choosing, I, I did, right. I was, I was team pink. I think that's fantastic. Um, So what, so what is it about the idea of having a baby girl that you were excited about? Yeah. Um, And hopefully my sister won't listen to this podcast because she's (laughs) going to get big headed. But I think that um, growing up, I think having an older sister Mm -hmm. uh, really helped my, my framework of what it looks like to be, um, to be, to be, I guess, a man around women, right? Like I got to see the things that she dealt with, with guys. I got to see the things that uh, bothered her. I got to see, and me and my sister were close. So I think that it was just one of those things to where I think it kind of shaped my perception and, and even the way that, you know, I I saw things in life and she was very strong-minded. So, I mean, I was in trouble from her more often than I was in trouble with my mom, right? It was just like, she put me in my place a lot. Uh, and I just felt like that helped, that helped a lot develop a lot of my, my viewpoint, um, growing up. And I just felt like, you know, I'm going to, if, if, and if God willing, you know, I'm, I'm blessed with the son, so to speak. Um, I think that, that I would hope that he gets raised kind of that same, that same mentality, right? I mean, he'll have me and Didi, but we don't, this is, we're winging it for the most part at this point. So right, right. Uh, <laughs> we're hoping that, you know, having an older sister will kind of help that, uh, character development and we can't guarantee it, but I just know that having an older sister, really really helped me out oh that's that's so special I hope your sister does listen to this because I'm sure she'll get warm fuzzies <laughs> yeah she yeah she might and she might get big head and say see I knew you liked me so then you know we'll see what happens <laughs> <laughs> caveat I yeah. still don't like you that much <laughs> <laughs> yeah no comment won't say anything there <laughs> so so what do you think um you know you've been around a lot of of women lately in general yeah. Um, so do you think you're, you're going to be able to handle all of that estrogen and all of that? I, I, I was telling Didi, I mean, I, I need to watch a lot more sports to kind of like balance <laughs> everything out and, and kind of handle everything. And granted, you know, I, um, the, it, it's just, it, it's been something that I'm getting used to. And, and it's not like in, in the corporate world, I can't say that the guys were much less emotional, right? I mean, guys will act like they're not emotional, but then it's a different type of, different type sure. of way sure. but yeah I, I think that you know Didi's been having a great time laughing at the fact that it's just like my whole life is basically revolved around around ladies now and just getting used to that so we'll see how it goes I loved this one oh my gosh I think it was a boomerang and you got left out of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're uh, like sitting there with your beer and they're like toasting their champagne laughing so hard oh that happens all the time but you know I I don't want to be in it it's just weird having they have two cute little wine glasses so to speak and then here comes my manly beard my big hands I'm just like I'll sit out of it stay out (laughs) oh they don't even yeah they don't the thing is I know they don't even ask me to come in so I'm just like all right let me just go ahead and sit out over here and you guys let me know but yeah that's, that's okay with me like, I hope, I, I mean, I see, I see these kind of supportive guys and I love that you're just taking this twist on it of, 
you know, yeah. finding the humor in it really. Cause my husband just, he's just, he tolerates it, but like yeah. even pictures, he's like, you get one. <laughs> make it good and then yeah. I feel so much pressure to make it right you know and and if if I ask him to be in it I mean we could be literally going to the most gorgeous national park you've ever seen and he's like right. one picture you better you better wait make it count <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even ask I've gotten really good at tripod timers you know? yeah, trying everything mm-hmm. I, I try my best I, I if preferable I would like it to not be in any photos whatsoever um, I think that, you know, Didi has found a way to get me in more of them, but I'm just, I'm like, I do the same thing. I'm, I'm in that same mindset still, honey, you've got like three or four shots here and then I'm, I've got to go do something else. Right. I mean, yes. I'll just take, I can't be in this many photos. So, and, and I think that's, that's okay. I think she understands that. And, and plus people want to see her anyways. So it works out for everybody, so to speak. That's really neat that you guys have found a balance on it. I know my husband and I, I, me being very extroverted and, and kind of always having, even back before we were, we were married or even dating my Facebook, I shared wildly and and he, and he is the opposite. He's a very private person. He doesn't, you know, like people to know his life. And so we've really, most of our big life blows have been Mm -hmm. over this balance. And um, so how do you guys, how do you guys like, do you talk about, what's off limits to share? How do you kind of balance the sharing? Uh, I think, I think that comes with, it just comes uh, with adjusting over time. I think at the very beginning, uh, I was just like, I mean, I'd say your husband, so to speak, right. Um, to where I didn't want to be in anything. I didn't want to help too much. Uh, and I think through conversations and her understanding, well, she, and she can negotiate with me very well. Uh, she does a good job of saying, well, what if I do this? What would that work for you? And I think communication helps us a lot. Um, yeah. And I think the fact that she'll approach me and say, look, I, I would like to take a photo with you. And this is the idea that I'm, ha- I'm having. Uh, and this is where I'd like to take it. And because she knows I'm, I'm somewhat of a planner, if she gives me all the details up front, then I'm okay with it. And she knows if we go somewhere, she's like, I want a picture right here. And I want to post it on the, on, on the, uh, on her Instagram. I'm, there's a 50, 50 shot. I'm just going to say no. Right. And she, right. <laughs> she knows, she knows that as a 50, 50 shot, if I say yes, then I'm very reluctant about it. Um, right. So she knows to communicate with me beforehand. And, and in some ways I'm a diva in that sense, right. Where I just want to know when it's happening and uh, just kind of communicate with me beforehand. And I've, I've had to learn also to kind of communicate with her why I would like to not do it. Why I prefer to be behind the scenes. Uh, you know, it's not kind of my cup of tea. Um, at least when it comes to Instagram photos and I don't mind sharing stories all day. Right. It's just a matter of, I don't know what it is about me and and photos. It just feels so in the moment. And, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just how I am, but I think communication helps a lot. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because this, that's kind of exactly the perspective my husband has. He just says, you know, I just want to know, like, I I just want you to clear it with me before you put it up there because I just want to know what you, you know, what, what you're doing or what's going up there and and that sort of thing. And that's kind of the approach that we've taken and we still bump heads about it sometimes, you know, but. big fear 
his stalkers. He's like, you know, you've already had people that are crazy and, and yeah. that sort of thing. How do you deal with that? Because she definitely, I'm sure it's not all females that are following her and there's definitely weirdos in the world. There how do you, absolutely how do you are. handle that? How do you guys manage that? I think, I think we take it on a, on a case by case basis, which we definitely do our best to hide a lot of the information that, um, that we share. At least it's very personable. Mm-hmm gives any idea of where we are so to speak but for the most part we can't we can't really hide it um and, and i think we just kind of take it one issue at a time if we feel like there's anything that's come led to a stalker then uh we'll approach it when that day comes but i think we're also very very aware um to leave things out uh just because of that one instance if it were to occur um and maybe you know they're probably out there now so who knows but i think it's just we just try to be as careful as possible uh, trying to give too much information away. And sometimes when we're traveling, you know, Dee Dee may uh, post a day later, right. like her stories and her feed and such. So they're always, whoever it is, could be like a day behind and so forth. Um, it's hard to do that when she's traveling in groups. Uh, but those are just some of the little safety precautions we'll take uh, when necessary. But, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, that's the one thing about being on Instagram, especially if you're not like on a private account or anything, is your life becomes very mm-hmm. public. Uh, so those are some of the things that we just have to think about and adjust as, you know, um, stuff or incidents. occur. Yeah. I'm shocked at the amount of information that's, that's on the internet. I actually recently had a super, super big scare with a guy who called and pretended to be a Lieutenant and said that I had missed a jury duty and wanted me to meet him at the jail. And it was such an elaborate, such an elaborate scam. That's really, I think my husband was like, lock everything down. You're going off the internet. You know? And I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, that's wait a minute. Crazy. You know, I, it's this, this is part of my journey. You know, I can't just run and yeah. hide. And, um, but I did, I did start bringing the dog everywhere with me. For, for a few days yeah. Good that. idea. Do you have, you have a, you have a big dog? Yeah. Well, he's got a big bark and, and he definitely is protective. So it's an Aussie. So yeah. he's not the biggest dog, but Oh, that's yeah. I have a little Yorkie, oh. so my, my dog would not help at all. <laughs> Dee's style, so to speak, right? So I mean, my dog's for show, and he doesn't really do much. But I mean, we could we could give it a shot. Oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh, yeah. I I often wonder about I often wonder about the little Yorkies and stuff, but <laughs> yeah. They're they're not helpful. <laughs> but the reality is, he probably likes you the best, and cuddles with you, and sleeps on your face, and. <laughs> yep. Yep. And Dee is super jealous of that, but you know, I, I mean, I'm the one who takes him out all the time. So you can see why he likes me, so to speak, but, <laughs> but yeah, she tries her best to cuddle with him, but he, she's just not, he, or, or he's just not having it. So you mentioned that you guys travel a lot. So what's, what's your favorite place? I noticed that you've, you've been all over, you guys have done a lot of different things. What's your favorite place that you've been? So I think there's two places that I've, I've really liked and, um, and the, the whole traveling thing, that's like always been Dee Dee's adventure, right? I mean, growing up, I didn't travel as much, but her mom was a flight attendant, so she's oh, been wow. everywhere. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of, she's always had the travel bug. So when we got married, she had to convince me that it's, that it's a lot cooler than how I've experienced it. Which um, was like the 900 mile road trip with, uh, with your siblings or something. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, everything, and with us, everything was kind of planned out and where we're we going. We had to think about things and plan things, but with with her, her mom was a flight attendant, whatever flight was open, they hopped they on and left and they just, and yeah, and they figured out as they went. So a lot of anxiety when we first got married, but, um, we went on a lot of different adventures. I think, I think the two that stuck out to me, I liked, um, 
we went to a, a small island off of the coast of Belize. It would, like, took a small ferry there. It was, uh, it was crowded with like maybe 200 people. I felt like the boat was wow. going to sink. Uh, and we finally got to our place on the other side. I mean, there was like a really nice area. You rode your bikes everywhere. Uh, a lot of different, you know, cultural foods were there. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, I really liked, I really liked that trip. Another one was, was Thailand. It's a little island there, uh, called PP mm-hmm. islands. Um, and that was something right out of a, a movie. I mean, it, it was incredible to see, um, but yeah, those, those two places. And we were able to go there because I was flying a lot out to uh, South Korea for okay. work. And so for one of the trips, Didi came out and I just said, hey, let's take a flight to Thailand. Thinking it was close. It was still a nine-hour flight. So Th- Thailand like, okay. is still my favorite place I've ever been. <clears throat> yeah, I, I love mm-hmm. it there. The people, the culture, the food, this, the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is incredible. And the funniest thing we were looking for. So Didi's sister had gone before. And she was like, oh, you can do the whole trip for like a hundred bucks. <laughs> and then we noticed that there was like a, uh, there was like this five-star hotel. And I think it was like $65. It was like the best hotel in, uh, in, in Thailand. And I was like, yeah, Didi, we're booking this. And like, so for like five nights, whatever it was, it was like 300 bucks. And her sister was right. living. She's like, how do you spend more than $300 in Thailand? Like, are you guys kidding right. me? I'm like, I don't know. This I'm, I'm not, not going to do it here. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? I got treated like a king. That doesn't happen here. I, like, I know, was so. shocked by that too. Our our hotel, each um, it wasn't even like a it was like a mini like house with its own pool and everything, and all of the rooms were like that. It was incredible with all this fresh yeah. fruit every day, and yeah, it, amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. I totally want, I always say I'm never going to any place a second time until I've been every place once, but I would totally go back to Thailand. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm My parents you. went to Belize and almost sunk on their boat too. So it must just be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think so. The funny thing is when like me and Edie were, the, the ferry was about to leave. Like, oh no, we, we can still fix you guys. <laughs> no, and I'm you like, can't. no, you guys can't. And we literally were sitting in that, like just standing in the middle of the boat while it was completely packed. And I'm like, oh goodness, this is going down, honey. This is how we end it. But it, it made it there. So, so yeah. what, so, um, so that's a hysterical story. What is your, I mean, a lot of times you capture people like, you know, mostly guys, men who are trying to capture the perfect picture for their spouse or whatever. What's your most hysterical story? Uh, I mean, at least when it comes to that, we went to London this past year and we've been a few times, but Dee Dee this time did her research on like the Instagram spots. And I could not tell you the amount of couples with the ladies sitting up on the wall and the husbands trying to get photos going. And I, it was like, it was a highlight reel. I, I was like, I was, I, that trip, I probably storied like way too many times. But I mean, all these guys, they just looked miserable. All the girls were like, just one more shot. I'm like, Come on, this is, this is my life in a nutshell. They're experiencing it just today. Right, but right. Like, yeah, but it is, they have it's incredible to see like how, how often that occurs Oh yeah. where there's just all these couples going out and I thought it was just me, but yeah, it seems to be definitely a thing. We've going been on. hard pressed to find because the same way my husband doesn't really like social media. He, he does, he does okay in a touristy spot yeah. for like about an hour. And then, so our trips are often to these remote wildernessy places and I'll get to pick like one tourist attraction you know, <laughs> and yeah, one yeah. touristy picture and that's it so um it's been harder and harder because of instagram to kind of like escape you know we used to stay at blm yeah. land outside of national parks and stuff and there was nobody but now with like the hashtag van life 
it's like all these yep. van life people are on the BLM land and we're like, what the heck is going on? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's all the pros and cons about social media, yeah. right? I mean, the good thing is like finally these, these places that deserve more value are finally Absolutely. getting it, but then it becomes crowded, which is kind of good. Gave you though, gave it the yeah. value, but I mean, it's, it's uh, definitely a trend. It is it crazy. It is a crazy thing to see. And so this is the world that your daughter is going to be growing up in. And I know even for my yeah. son, you know, he, the other day he had my phone and he's like, what's up, share family, blah, blah, like doing his own <laughs> selfie video. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's getting this from me. Like, how are you going to yeah. manage that? How are you going to manage I have, I, I, I don't have a clue yet. And I think that's what, I mean, everything keeps changing. Right. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in five years, you know, and when I was growing up, I didn't get a cell phone until I was in, in high school. And that was for like safety purposes. And all you could do was dial the, you know, dial a number, but now <laughs> there's kids out there that have cell phone numbers and it's, it's common. And then for me, I don't have kids. So I didn't know it was a common thing. So I've just been shocked by it all, but you know, I, I don't know how we're going to adjust. I know that we're going to try to do the best we can to, um, I won't say keep her off, but, you know, kind of keep her involved in what's happening in real life circumstances and not get so caught up in, in social media, uh, and everything else that kind of, um, you know, will keep her away from, from the now, so to speak. And again, I guess my motto is one day at a time. I mean, me and Didi, we're reading baby books and I feel like my like, honey, we're just going to do our best. I don't know what you gonna guys happen, are going to be great just... parents. <laughs> I figure we'll just figure it out as we go along and, you know, my, my mom said this to me once. She's like, look, I messed up on you guys plenty of times and you turned out okay. I'm like, well, I guess that's right. helpful. So we'll, see. so we'll see how it goes. It allows me some lee room. Well, it's been neat, too, to see just kind of the pregnancy journey unfolding, too. And even the behind the scenes yeah. where you're like, this is Dee Dee's third lunch today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's been a great, great part of it. Her appetite now is fantastic. I'm loving it'll it. be it'll be really neat too to see um, to see, you know, kind of your your guys's parenting style unfold. I'm, it must be so weird for you to have such a public watch on on what you guys are yeah. doing. But well, we're experiencing it now a little bit. I mean, the second that she announced her pregnancy, we're getting a lot more eyes and comments on how to be, you know, pregnant the correct way. Right. right. Huh? So I think we're, we're getting, it's definitely a new world we're jumping into. So there's a lot of good, a lot of bad, but you know, we're just, we're just taking it one day. I, at a time. I think that if you want to start like any kind of social media war, talk about like immunizations or, you know, yeah. I mean, oh my God. Hot topics. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Actually, our episode on mom guilt is one of our most played episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's definitely yeah. a hot topic. I, yeah, I believe it. I believe the amount of DMs that Didi gets, and a lot of them are great, but a lot of them you're like, what? Right? What like, how dare you, know, you wear sure? that like, dress was... when you're pregnant? It, <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, something totally out of the blue, and we're thinking, huh? And we ask somebody else, like they're they're confused as well. So I'm saying, oh, I don't know. So there's definitely a lot of takes and a lot of opinions and. I think uh, 10 years ago, your opinions came from those around you. Now it's coming from a vast, you know, uh, array yeah, of people. people who feel probably um, a little more entitled because they are kind of in that veil of anonymity and anonymity <laughs> behind, <nailed it>. <laughs> <laughs> behind the shield of the internet. Yeah, absolutely. And I, we've always said this at work um, or I was working at HP. People are much more brave behind oh, the screen. Yeah. Uh, you talk to them in person, they won't say half the things they'll say in email and now even over a direct message and even when they can use a fake handle and, you know, it's just, it's, it's incredible. But, you know, we, we understand that comes with the territory, right? I mean, we, we know that we can't 
um, uh, you know, we, we can't stop it. But at the same time, we understand that in this, the same realm, with the negative comes all the good. We have a lot of uh, great people that are very, very positive and, and very encouraging yeah. and supportive. And that's always, uh, we can't just say, oh, we got, you know, one bad thing, there goes, there goes our life. But at the same time, we know that there's a huge audience that, that really like loves to be involved in what's happening in our lives and that they, um, and that they are, you know, they, we've given plenty of DMs where they feel like they know us and they want to be, um, you know, they wish they could meet us. Yeah. Or, I, I'd say us, meet Didi. No, right? but so you guys I think, do. You seem like a great couple to hang out with. You do. Yeah. So I, I think, I think in, it comes with the whole territory. We know there's going to be bad and we're so, but we're actually very, very, very thankful for the good. Um, so, you know, we just, we just take it as it, as it comes. And that's probably awesome that, like you said, Emily and Didi have each other and then Didi has you as well. And Emily has her boyfriend. And so you guys have those kind of people that you can, you know, decompress with or vent to about things that have come up and, yeah. and, and you're communicating with somebody who understands cause they're living it too, which is, that's neat. That's special. Yeah. And I think it's very helpful for her. Cause I think when she first started, uh, I was no help when it comes to her, like, um, venting at all when it comes in this world, at least I was just, I don't want to hear no clue what's going on half the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, you know, I, I, I come home from work and then, you know, she's talking about stuff and I'm like, huh, it's just a photo relax. But, uh, you know, knowing that it's much more behind the scenes that she has a friend to talk to, at least, you know, to talk about the, the social media world and the fashion blocking industry and how would you, you know, they handle this situation and it's been very helpful for her. Yeah. My husband and I worked together at the, the industry I married into with him, which is a family business that yeah. he had. And so we definitely have that whole kind of piece together, which is good and bad, right? Working together, we've had to find a, a solid balance, but then it's nice that we can support each other. And I do understand what he's talking about when he's expressing different things yep. that are going on. But when it comes to the podcasting and writing books and stuff, he's, you know, he tries, he really <laughs> does, but he, he's like, yeah. okay, babe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And I, well, now this has become more of my world. I think that it's, you know, Didi and I talk about it all the time and we have to find moments where we need to both unplug Yeah. Um, and kind of get away with it all and try to find you know, what hours of the day we're not going to have phones. So we're big advocates on not having phones over dinner and hanging out and we try to go on walks together. We put our phones away. So um, as much as we can, we do our best to unplug, but at the same time, it can absolutely take over. I think, I think so what, just trying to send what you're talking about is so many couples deal with everything you've mentioned today, really couples are dealing with, even if it's not, they're not Instagram influencers, still just social media in general and the sharing and having that kind of disconnect from the phone and having time together. I mean, those are all definitely things that I think yeah. a lot of couples are trying to figure out really. Yep. Yeah. And it comes with, I mean, we, we weren't pros at this at all. Um, and I think we're still not. And, you know, Didi will tell you, I have got a long way to go because sometimes I can get so engulfed into everything that I'm doing on my phone that I completely can neglect that my wife is sitting right next right. to me. Um, but I, I think that when she, you know, communicates to me that she would like me to work better on it and, you know, we uh, try to do our best to agree on what makes sense for both of us and what's a good schedule and, to completely at least go cold turkey. And I think for a long time we had put our phones away from our bed, but then we realized we wouldn't set our alarms and then we couldn't do anything right, right. with our phones. So you know, we've tried to find, we try to find a good balance and, you know, not being on our phones too long while we're sitting in bed and being that couple, we're trying to find ways that, 
we can spend more time together. And especially once the, well, once the baby girl comes, it's going to be a whole nother world. So we're going to do our best to try to make things work and balance everything out. Um, We kind of have, we do this fun thing when we go out to eat where we put our phones away. Actually, we'd have a thing with our friends with whoever pulls out their phone first pays. But um, as a couple, what we do (laughs) is uh, we, we put our phones away and then we play this game. Like how, how long have they been married or what's their status? And it's interesting how many people are sitting there on their phones and it's like, well, why don't yeah. you just go through the drive-through then? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I—that's a—that's actually a good game. Uh, I think like when we go out, we typically try to do something that requires using our hands to eat. So crawfish is always one. Barbecue is another <laughs> one. So we have—you got no right. choice, right? I mean, you're just stuck there. But then we just. You know, we smell the rest of the day, but outside of that, it's all good. (laughs) I was laughing when you were talking about um, attire because when my husband and I first started dating, this was a long time ago, like 10 years ago, and he he showed up to my apartment and he was wearing like camo sweatpants. And I was like, what the (laughs) hell have you got on? You know, like I was like, this is, I was living in San Diego and I was like, no, you need some Adidas workout pants. You know, (laughs) I was being all that. And then what's funny is he continued to rock them just to be stubborn. And then camo totally came in and it's all the rage. And he's like, see, you (laughs) were messing up my game. I had it. Like, I'm like, yeah, just like, you know, five or six years prior to the trend, but Hey, it was on you. Yeah, he was ahead of the curve. He knew it. What what's he what's he wearing now so we can stay out of it? That's kind of but it's cute because he'll come out of the closet and he'll be like, Does this go with this? You know, like does this top match these yeah. pants or these shorts? And and I'm like, mm, yeah, you know, you be you kind of thing. But yeah. and our son has like incredible yeah. style. Like he just always rocks it on the oh, style awesome. front. But then some days he'll yeah. come out like just the other just yesterday he's wearing or two days ago, he was wearing red shorts, neon orange shirt, and neon green socks. And I was like, oh, my Sounds God. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I go, oh, is that, is that, what, is that what you want to do? You want to do that shirt with those shorts, you know, kind of thing. And he's like, yep. And I'm like, okay, you be you, you know. And then what was hysterical is we got to school, and he, and he got out of the car. And this other mom goes, nice outfit, buddy. And I'm like. Well, there it is. It brought, it's bringing <laughs> smiles to people's day, you know? Yeah. Now he's going to wear it again. He heard one compliment. <laughs> there he goes. He's going to be wearing that all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun when they're like infants and you get to dress them up, but then they start deciding. You know, like, yeah. Dee Dee's already got clothes lined up for ours. I'm like, honey, like she's got one year outfits. I mean, it's a long time. I bet. From now. I bet. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. that's, it's interesting how fashions become such a part of your life. Can you, I know, I know you've got to go yeah. with just a few minutes left, but can you tell me a little bit about trend management and what you guys are doing with that? Yeah. So I, I mean, it all kind of started, um, when, when DD's, you know, growth started to, to get a, a lot bigger, so to speak. And we started to get a lot more brand deals and people reaching out. I started helping her with, you know, understanding what the contracts look right. like, what our deliverables are kind of all the different things that, Didi doesn't really care about because all she cares about is fashion, but now there's some monetary value behind it. How do we make that right. all work? Um, so I was working with her on a lot of those different things. And finally she signed on with a management company and I was hoping that that that's great. She'll have her thing now. She has a manager that can handle all these different aspects of the, of her, of her blog. And then I can now focus hundred percent on my career and let's get things moving. Um, and it ended up being, you know, me managing her manager. Oh boy. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So then I was just like, we got to find a way out of this. Uh, she was not happy with it at all. Um, we ended up, you know, working through it. It was kind of difficult. We worked our way out of the contract with them. And, uh, you know, I started helping her again. And then uh, Emily, I was having kind of the same complaints. Right. Um, and so, you know, we kind of were sitting at dinner and uh, trying to find a solution. And I, we were just talking about the fact that I was doing this for a long time. And if I could, if Emily needed some help, I could help her too. So I started helping Emily out. And then it just kind of to roll into Blossomed something. Blossomed into this. Yeah. yeah. So then from that, you know, we ended up uh, getting a few more. And then I realized that I, there's no way I could have managed my, you know, the demanding job at Hullet Packard and also do this at the same time. So just made the, the jump wow. over and it's been, it's been good. It's been about six months since we, or since January 1st, January 7th, when we officially launched as a, as a business, so to speak. And then we kind of just announced it this past weekend on a, on a company trip. And uh, it's been, it's been picking up fast. And um, I just want to be a way to, to help these influencers in this, in this industry that's turned more than just styling fashion, but it's become a, a full-blown yeah, business yeah. um they're getting contracts and deals and how do they decline things and what does that look like and you know how do they stay true to who they are without you know um taking on too much and there's a lot of different aspects of it that um that they don't need to worry about and they can focus more about producing you know, the clothes and good the quality content and yeah. doing what they love and staying true to themselves yeah, yeah. And then you, they can they can let me handle all the invoicing and everything else and tracking down everything right. and, you know, seeing what, what works for the brand and them and, you know, all the nitty gritty details that they didn't really sign up for, but it's, Comes kind, of, with the territory. Uh, it's kind of gone through right. it. And, yeah, and they're very thankful of it. And they're not, you know, upset about it. But at the same time, it's something that they definitely um, needed help with and, you know, just wanted to kind of fill in. Yeah, I'm, I'm a psychotherapist and I absolutely hate dealing with yeah. like the insurance companies and just all of that. It's just not my forte. You know, it's not what I, I don't want to chase yeah. down insurance payments and billing and all that. So I totally get that. So you guys do, you yep. do primarily fashion influencers then, or are you guys open? Are you doing more than that? Uh, I think for now we're focused primarily in the okay. fashion influencer industries. I think we've been uh, approached by some people that are um, kind of out of that scope. And so we're, we're kind of talking internally to see what we should do as far as uh, bringing on a different um, type of niche market. Uh, and then how would that look like? And, and also working with, um, with brands on influencer marketing uh, as well. Sure. So um, a lot of brands need help on this new industry. They've been used Traditional to promoting ad, things yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever it may be. And they're realizing that a lot of this marketing is happening online um, and through social media. And so, uh, it's something that, you know, we're trying to see how it looks like to provide services across the whole realm of, of influencer marketing. Well, hopefully we'll see a headline soon with a uh, black V-necks and, <laughs> <laughs> and I told, shorts. I told Didi, yeah, I mean, I was like, if I were ever to launch a line, it'd just be a bunch of different black V-necks. <laughs> That's all it would I be. I think you need to do it. <laughs> we'll just go yeah. I would gladly, I would gladly love that. As long as they don't put anything else in the line, I'm good with it. <laughs> I could wear it all day. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's been so great talking with you and um, I really appreciate yeah, it. And I'll um, circle back with you on email and stuff to kind of work out the details for, for the launch of the, of the podcast, but so awesome talking to you. Okay. And I really think you guys need to do a, a couple's podcast. You guys will be hysterical. You need to branch into that <laughs> industry. Yeah, maybe. I don't want to get DD any ideas. So we'll try we'll to just keep that between you and me and, and everyone else listening to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> 
All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much. I really oh, do appreciate we'll talk it. talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. Da, 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 da. For more inspiration, check out our links. Whoa, is that? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.